So So you've decided to listen to the Reality Czars podcast. How brave of you. Nate and Paranoid American may think that they're merely discussing cryptozoology, interdimensional realities, and crude humor. But know this, listening to this podcast puts you on a certain list, the Clinton body count, if you will. The truths they reveal are not for the faint of heart, nor the blissfully ignorant. Listen, if you dare, but remember, some doors, once opened, cannot be closed. And now, your hosts, those audacious explorers of forbidden knowledge, the reality czars, Nate and Paranoid American. And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and I'm your only host right now. Nathan Thomas is running late, but he's going to join in here in a second. I'm honored. We have Corey Hughes on. Thank you, brother, for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah, man. Um, yeah, I uh, have I have not read your book yet, and I want to read your book. Uh, I told you that. I'm going to order that after we get done here. Um, I've heard you on a bunch of different interviews talking about the JFK stuff, dude, and you're blowing my mind because – I like the kind of the rabbit holes that I jumped down with that was uh, uh, I kind of thought it was like a Secret Service guy. Like I've heard that whole story where it was the Secret Service that smoked them. And then like it was like an accident, like he was on the back of the car. And then, like yeah, it's retarded. Yeah, all those things. And I was like, I don't know. It seems kind of plausible because I hadn't really dug into it too much myself. And then I definitely heard the Cuba stuff. And then my that's, favorite that's, Cuba's one, irrelevant also. Yeah. Like, these motherfuckers like I, I, I got to. I got to say this, like I, I don't get accepted among amongst the JFK researchers because they're the biggest bunch of dumb fucks that have ever lived. <laughs> um, they hate my fucking work. They'll do everything possible to refute my work, even though they can't refute it because it's what happened. Uh, the bottom line is that no, none of them will even have a conversation with me or talk to me. Uh, Rob, who does the Lone Gunman podcast, had me on twice about four years ago won't have me on again period because i shit talk every kennedy researcher because they're so dumb some of the simplest things have been overlooked for like 50 60 years and it just is like oh my god these people literally were like dropped on their head when they were children or something like they took too much acid in, in the 60s i don't know what the fuck their deal is but they don't know how to solve anything and so i had to do it because there was no other person out there who could do it well, that's not true. Ryan Dawson solved this fucking thing years ago, but he won't talk about it. So good luck getting him to no. talk about it. But he came to many of the same conclusions I did, with the exceptions of like the fact that Oswald never worked at the book depository. That's all myth. Uh, none of the things that we think Oswald did the day of the assassination did Oswald do. Uh, he was being set up by numerous people, right? And so that's the thesis of my book, is that Oswald was set up by two men in particular, William Seymour and um, Kerry Thornley. And so it, that includes at the book depository, right? So, uh, but when it comes to bringing this information to like the Kennedy quote unquote hierarchy of the Kennedy researchers, right? Like James D. Eugenio and all these fucking guys who like work with uh, Oliver Stone and all these other idiots. Um, they, uh, my work basically takes everything they've done in their whole lives and like upends it in 30 seconds. And so, uh, they just, they ignore me. They pretend I don't exist. They pretend like my research doesn't exist and they can all go fuck right off. Corey, in your opinion, like, so you were able to find it. Ryan was able to find it. Shout out to Ryan. We love Ryan. We've had him on several times on the show. Um, is there something they don't want to find? And that's why they're like, is it a kind of, are they kind they of, don't want to find that they're failures in life. That's what it comes down to. Their fucking work is dog shit. All of it. Every okay. single one. I, I'll tell you, I can count on one hand how many good Kennedy researchers there have been. Okay. You have like Hank Alberelli, John Armstrong, uh, Michael Collins Piper, Michelle Mehta. 
that's where the list goes fucking blank, right? Yeah. I got four people on that fucking <laughs> list, right? Like those are the only people that anybody should should read because they're the only people whose work is any good. Um, okay. And they did good work by actually connecting dots. All these other idiots, they like to go out there and like try to, they like to, they dig up a bunch of dots that need to be connected. And they're like, look at all these dots I brought up. Yeah. And they haven't solved anything. How many books are called Kennedy Assassination Solved? How many well, books how are much, called like, It's way spicier, right? If you don't have the answer. And because then you can just keep, it's kind of like how, I mean, we wear tinfoil hats on the show. We're, we're a little kookies, you know, that's fine. Ryan calls us kook conspiracies sometimes too, but we love Ryan. Uh, but uh, like, it's kind of how, like, I think doctors don't want to fucking cure cancer. Right. Because then they get, right, you know, right. like, so, I mean, there's, there's always more books to write. There's always more research. See, that's, the thing, that's the thing. Like it's a mystery. when and you can't. have the answer, there's, t- there's 10 times more to write about when you have the answer. <laughs> I'm like, these idiots are so like, so one of my big things is that Oswald never stepped foot in that goddamn book depository. There's no evidence that he ever did. So, I said he worked there. No, that's 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 what everyone believes. <laughs> yeah. But no, when you dig into all the evidence, you'll find that he was most certainly not there. There's no evidence that supports the idea that he was present on November 22nd. And if he wasn't present on November 22nd, yet there was somebody in the building whom some of the employees identified as Lee Harvey Oswald, then who the hell was in the building? And then that brings you to the question. Um, who was in Dallas at the time that was impersonating Lee Harvey Oswald? Because when you really study Lee Harvey Oswald's life, you go all the way back to the 1950s and you come to realize that Oswald was obviously part of some intelligence program as a child. Um, his mother was obviously involved in some sort of intelligence operation because was his sexy wife, was she KGB? Uh, she was whatever she needed to be. <laughs> whatever she needed to be number one to stay in America okay and that was part part of that was setting up Lee Harvey Oswald she was in on the setup of Oswald from the jump and uh it was nothing as she had she had no say those uh, foreign exchange brides or whatever man they were hottie back then too you know yeah. and she was a hoe like after Oswald died she fucked like everybody. In the back yeah she got her green card she was done oh yeah like yeah. any <laughs> say hey you gotta fuck that guy stay in America okay like, I mean, that's how it was. Like, she got around and she she ended up marrying this guy. Like, within, like, two weeks of Oswald being killed, she was hopping in bed with, like, three different guys. It was really fucking unreal. And she was probably sleeping with Carrie Thornley, who was one of the two guys who was setting Oswald up this whole time. But but back to my complaint with Kennedy researchers is, like, some of the stuff I was discovering was, like, not that hard. Like, I was a cop for almost 10 years. I got numerous degrees and I have thousands of ex- hours of experience all in law enforcement. And like none of these idiots who study Kennedy do. And so that was my biggest thing is like Oswald never worked at the book depository. And if he never worked at the book depository, that means a story about him drinking a Coke on the second floor after the assassination. That's garbage. That means all the stories about people seeing him flee from the book depository. That's all garbage. And then so when I started to dig into these individual cases, like individual incidents where people allegedly dealt with Oswald at the book depository that day, 100% of them fell apart. From Buell Frazier giving him a ride to the book depository in the morning, uh, that fell apart. He never gave anyone a ride that day. To how he fled on a bus and in a cab, that never happened. So, like, the entire series of events involving Oswald that day at the book depository, not a single one of them could be substantiated. And, in fact, all the evidence points to other things having happened. And one of the men impersonating Oswald was a guy named William Seymour, and I located him at the book depository um, in Dealey Plaza in in the Robert Hughes film. And the Robert Hughes film is one of the more overlooked films. 
but it's been quite tampered with. And, you know, when you go through the, the, uh, the various versions of it, you'll find the untampered version. And in it, you'll find very clearly uh, a man who looks just like Lee Harvey Oswald back in the book, back in the railroad yards, um, receiving a signal from a man in a trench coat. Right. And so when you really dig into what's going on in this scene in the Robert Hughes film, you'll find that it was William Seymour who was working inside the book depository as Lee Harvey Oswald. He was being set up there as Lee Harvey Oswald because it was a CIA front. Um, and this there's so much evidence pointing to the fact that the book depository was a CIA front. Number one, all of the companies within that building um, were owned, operated, or funded by the CIA directly or indirectly, or the book depository, the top three guys who ran that were former OSS, okay? And then all three guys who ran the book depository um, went into CIA publishing. When you look at their careers, they went to work for publishing companies that were obviously CIA fronts, right? And so this member, people forget, this, the CIA, even they need guys to mop the floor. So that's where you'll find guys in the book depository at very low levels like Buell Frazier and like Billy Lovelady and like um, Jarman and these other guys who were like, they literally were hired to pack books at a book depository, but it was a CIA front at the same time, right? So these guys are not criminal masterminds involved in a conspiracy. They're just schmucks who happen to work with the CIA and know when to look the other way. You know what I mean? And so- yeah. When you so, look I mean, at all, it just makes me think about like shit, like CIA front groups right now. Like I think of like Facebook, they actually do a job, right? But I mean, I like weren't they lifelog? Wasn't this all DARPA money that started it? Like I think yeah. the CIA absolutely like starts legitimate businesses, right? Yeah. But like Facebook's really only fucking. Did I was talking to somebody about this last night because they were describing this photo and this guy's real cooked out. Like, as far as like, I don't know how much of the tinfoil hat you wear. So you might, you might think we're silly, but he was describing this fucking photo that he saw of like uh, Joe Biden uh, with his dick out touching, like, a, like it looked like he was touching a child or something. It was this weird fucking photo. And he tried to fucking send it via Facebook messenger <laughs> like an idiot. And the second he sent it, both of their fucking phones deleted Facebook Messenger. They were like booted off of the thing. They like turned into a fucking thing. It was like instantaneous the second he did it. And then I remember that like Meta uh, or uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, had been talking about uh, ding. I wish I had my fucking bell like Ryan does. Uh, but so Mark Zuckerberg was talking about how he wanted you basically to send him all your nudes. Are you familiar with this? So he was saying like, if, so he was trying to combat uh, revenge porn. So he was saying like, Hey, I know like, Hey ladies, I know you've taken some spicy photos and stuff like that. If you send them here, we'll flag them and we'll have them like identical. We'll have them like identified. So if that, if, uh, your boyfriend tries to fucking send them, we'll automatically be able to flag them and they won't be able to be shared, distributed, this, that, the other, like, and, and people are like, no, I'm not sending you pictures of my butthole, Mark Zuckerberg. Like he was literally trying to float this. And it just made me think, I was like, how much of that, like, let's say that was an actual photo of Joe Biden. I don't know if that was it. I have no idea, but like how many of the elites, like, already know that those photos are out there so they send them into these like social media companies so that like you can't share them the second it gets like shared it's automatically shut down deleted i don't know man it's a fascinating idea but the whole like facebook literally talking about that opened up the possibility in my mind well yeah the intelligence is behind everything they have I mean, no like, choice the they have to be as part of their job 
Yeah. I mean, the spiciest Hunter Biden pictures probably you can't, you couldn't share. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be looking or sharing. Dude, that's one of those things where I didn't want to go looking. Because, like, I know that there's, there's like, Telegram is great for things, but there's also things I don't want to know about or see. And you can find everything on Telegram, like, if, if you're looking for it. And if you're looking for that shit, like, it doesn't matter if you're trying to, like, expose it. You're getting incriminated by even looking or having that. Right. So I never wanted to jump down that fucking rabbit hole because I'm sure Hunter Biden had some really darker shit than just, uh, you know, him getting a foot jigger and uh, doing mm -hmm. some like smoking crack with a hooker. We talking jiggers? I'm talking foot jiggers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here is my uh, wonderful and uh, amazing co-host, Thomas, a.k.a. the paranoid motherfucking American. Uh, oh, so we. <laughs> We, I, I was putting on my tinfoil hat a little bit, and we were talking uh, a little bit about uh, Meta. And Thomas, you might have heard about that, about them. Do you remember when uh, Facebook was saying they were trying to combat revenge porn? And so they were saying, like, preemptively send me all of your nudes. That way we can flag them and identify them, like, uh, like however that is. And so then it cannot be shared, distributed. I don't, this already sounds like a BS honeypot. That's yeah, it sounds terrible. Did. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, we want to protect your Bitcoin, so send us your <laughs> private keys, and we're going to yep. make sure they're protected. It's one of those things that didn't work out very well. It was kind of like that, and the like the metaverse didn't really work out too well for him. Uh, I think I think it's coming back, but maybe it's not going to be the metaverse. It, like uh, they haven't given up on that, like putting us all in a virtual fucking catatonic state. Uh, See, but this, this is the part that these fucking idiots for, fail to realize, like this fucking bullshit that they're trying to construct. Like World of Warcraft did it twenty fucking years ago. This virtual world that everyone wants to like World of Warcraft nailed it 20 years ago. It had 20 fucking million people who couldn't wait to wake up in the morning to get out on the goddamn computer to dive into that world and live as a fucking elf or a fucking whatever. Right. And so they successfully did what fucking meta and all these assholes are trying to do now, but they don't understand what they're doing. They'll never get it right because they, they, they they're. You, 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 they, they never hit the target, right? So, like, like World of Warcraft didn't intend on creating this incredible, fucking, amazing world. They just want to create a video game and make some goddamn money, but it turned into something special, right? Th these idiots are never going to do it because they're trying to create something special, yeah. and therefore they're not going to. And to me, like, how you create something special is you're going to have to make a place that people want to go to and get lost in. Like, they were already got to have titties galore like, in it for me to want to spend some time in it. Well, you're going to have to get like the weird fucking like basement dwellers in like like if you want people in, you're going to have to get them in like they were already like trying to like charge people. Do you remember that? Like somebody like his meta character came up and like essentially groped another meta character. Do you remember this story? And so they were going to like try to like they were trying to see if they could make this a criminal sexual assault. Like, yeah, there is like, like an investigation going on right now of some chick who got like gang banged in the fucking metaverse. In the metaverse. Like, and I'm like. Dude, you gotta your computer let gangbang in the metaverse, or you're never gonna get the you're never gonna get the mouth breathing trolls. Like you gotta let them have a little bit of fun. You gotta and also, let them drop dude, hard R's and get goofy, and then when they're all hooked and they and there's no other place, then you can set in the fucking like the jail cell. So but I still can't think of any it. scenario where like your character it, it, like can't be moved and you're getting gang raped in the metaverse. Like I just I'm trying to imagine this scenario, and I'm like they it just escapes you. me. And, and you just can't run past the couch them. with the five black guys behind him. And she's like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> and, and dude, this, they're just regurgitating this story because I, I distinctly remember this coming up 
uh, when I was in school of, of one of the cases cited in 1993, there's an article from the village voice that basically the title was, I was raped in cyberspace. And it's essentially, it's like <laughs> the same story, 1993, um, because it doesn't matter. Was what it graphics on an AOL are. chat or something? And they were like, <laughs> like what happened Thomas? Do you know the details? I mean, someone, you know, basically defiled their ASCII characters. And that was something that the person unironically described as having post-traumatic stress syndrome over. So they got raped in cyberspace in 93, which the graphics might have been, I don't know, like Dwarf Quest style, like Netrunner style, where it's like, what if you I know, kill like, you and then I do like the nut drop thing in Halo. Is that is that sexual assault? It is. I, I mean, put my nuts on your chin in a, in a very real way. That's what we're talking about. Is that and if, is it worse than if I shot you in the head in Halo? This is, is so lame. Like our society is so fucking soft. <laughs> Maybe we need some more sexual assault going yeah. on in this society. Fuck. Fucking a. <laughs> There are people who need to know what the fuck sexual assault is. If I say nice titties, they're like, you're going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking a bunch of faggot communists. That's what this shit is. It's all getting pushed on us by a bunch of fucking communists. Fuck these people. Like, I'd round every single one of them up and put them in a camp. That's just me, though. Dude, fucking A. I love summer camp, though. So <laughs> Yes. I'm a firm believer in the, in the uh, idea of the benevolent dictator. Like the dictator who will fight for your fucking rights against those who would attempt to encroach upon it. If Dude, only I've been getting closer and closer to that. I used to be the biggest homo like anarchist. I was such a, like an ANCAP forever and ever. And then at, the, at some point. There's too many point, forces trying like, to pull this thing apart. There's too many forces trying to destroy yeah. society to fucking let it go that direction. Well, dude, and then just the co-option behind it. And then just how many like anarchists are just like defending capitalism just wholesale and so like you're you're just like looking at amazon you're like amazon's a good guy like literally anarchists are just defending amazon in the way that they like control manipulate like do all kinds of wild shit i'm like right you see we get into this weird conversation as to like uh, our corporations people right and so that's the fucked up thing because like the individual should have a right to go out and make a billion dollars if they want yeah totally uh the corporation when you have a whole bunch of people get together and they do that they they leverage power and that kind of distorts the fundamentals of capitalism you know what i mean doesn't um, this happen no matter what and if you just give it a yeah. fancy name and call it a corporation yeah. but if me right. and you and, and if, if me you and nate are like hey let's join forces behind the scenes just don't tell anyone because then they'll think we're a corporation it'll mm -hmm. just be three independent dudes doing their thing right see i think there's no right answer when it comes to it because ultimately humans are corrupt i mean yeah 99.9999% of us will fucking you know lie cheat and steal when nobody's looking because nobody's looking right and so i mean i hate to say it but it's fucking true i mean and we all do what we at the end of the day we all make decisions to benefit ourselves i mean we're all fundamentally selfish so it's ultimately very difficult to balance these things because as soon as you get a little bit of power and money you start to grease the system and then it becomes corrupt and then every everything seems to grow that way i think it's just because fundamentally um it's I don't know. I don't want to say we're fundamentally corrupt as human beings, but it seems so that we go that direction if given the I think opportunity. we definitely are, dude. Uh, you know, I have this fucking, like, it's still goofy calling other people status because at this point I am too. But I had this goofy fucking, like, uh, he's a good friend of mine. Really nice guy. But he's like a vote blue no matter who. Like, hard Democrat. Oh, he's a communist. Yeah, he's a communist. He's a fucking communist. A sweet, soft communist. He doesn't like fully embrace communism, but he's a fucking communist. They're all right, right. They all think they don't. They don't really understand what the fuck you're talking about, but they yeah. they're they're communists. 
but he was just talking about like we were just talking about like governmental power and, and we were talking about institutions and things and he just can't like understand like why I wouldn't want to give the power to the federal government for something and then I then it just came down to something and it was just like well if I actually trusted for one minute that they had my fucking best interest in mind I'm like at this point I'm not an anarchist anymore I'd be like yeah like like you said if there was the right fucking dictator I'm ready to go uh yeah Fiora. like I'm, I'm ready like if there was a good fucking dictator i'd be like okay i mean but honestly I like fucking, democracy is a joke what are they like doing with my money what are they doing with that power they're gonna mm -hmm. use it to fucking stomp on my head and they're using the fucking money to fucking fund israel oh yeah yeah totally yeah. like the idea of democracy is really a joke i mean democracy is a fucking it's like a buzzword that they throw out there to make you feel like you have to do whatever the democracy because democracy is like the good guys and shit but like democracy is kind of stupid like it's retarded like most people out there are dumb they don't understand anything they have no idea what's going on in the fucking world and i'm supposed to have let them vote as well as me like give me a fucking break it's so retarded but you need a group of people who understand exactly what's going on and who exactly knows what's going on except people at the top who are already in that system and corrupted because they're already there you know so it's fucking tough so like honestly i fucking love putin putin came in in like the late <laughs> nine in like the late 90s and he just put the smackdown on us and like the fucking jewish bankers in the soviet union the, the fallen soviet union like he Hashtag just he just putin. he just took the fucking country back like he said okay thanks i appreciate it and now we're gonna do things my way and what did he do he brought a country that was a completely failed state to a world top three world power in less than 20 years the guy's a fucking miracle worker on a scale that like most americans will never comprehend because we've been told he's a dictator right um we could only fucking wish that we had somebody who gave a fuck about america as much as he gave a fuck about russia here here he's actually a sponsor of this program so i'm sure he's going to be delighted to hear this <laughs> You know, anybody who talks shit about all the, time. <laughs> see, all the people, it's so funny because all the people that like we call dictators are people who like people really should study and come to understand. Like, like Gaddafi is a great example who did fucking amazing things for his country uh, before we destroyed him, you know, uh, and all the people that we partner up with are the real, the real dictators, you know, the ones that no one's ever fucking heard of in the middle of Africa and shit, right, who are actually murdering their own people, you know, so. Um, America's the bad guy. We've always been the bad guy. We're going to continue to be the fucking bad guy. There's no right answer. Our government needs to be fucking like literally drawn and quartered in the fucking streets. Um, there is no democratic way to solve any of these fucking problems. Um, the problem is we have a country full of pussies and uh, no one's willing to do what really needs to be done. And that is basically fucking um, or have a real insurrection, storm the government, plan it out in advance for years and take control of this country the hard way. Uh, but no one's going to do that ever um Dude, so we're I fucking mean, done that's what like, i've said about january 6th a bunch of times like the people that try to argue with me that it was a real insurrection and i said if it was i said i wish it was because if it was they really would have taken mike pence's head off yeah and if you ask me like good. i was like we had no dead politicians couldn't somebody have like gang raped nancy pelosi and like ripped her guts out and thrown her out, thrown her out in the fucking so street if you ask me like, throwing if we overthrow our government and kick out all the fucking scumbags what we're doing is we're repelling a foreign nation it's not fundamentally what we're doing because israel killed kennedy and they took over our country when they did that they put in their own puppet they put in their own puppet lyndon johnson and it was jack valenti as his handler in the white house and then he gave them the keys to the kingdom and we've been a fucking israeli colony ever sense so if you ask me overthrowing the government is not overthrow it's not a re revolution or a rebellion it is an it is a ousting of a foreign power and that's yeah. exactly what the fuck's going on all these cocksuckers in fucking uh, uh the senate in the house who are uh, taking apac fucking money who suck jewish dick like they can go fucking suck 
some more Jewish dick out in fucking Israel because I'm over them. Um, they just, they're traitors to their country. They should be ripped from their fucking homes and have their throats slit in the fucking street. But of course, we're never going to fucking see that because Americans have become pussies. They've been pussified over the years. They're a bunch of tranny fucking faggots. And like, I have no hope for our country at all anymore, but there's nowhere to run to. <laughs> we're done. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I see the remnant. I see just a little bit of like spark in people's eyes. And so like in a hopeful way, so we were talking about democracy. I just made a meme, just literally like, fuck. I think it was yesterday and I posted it. It's like democracy is like equals uh, um, your flavor of Zionist shill. And I just like chose every single one of the candidates with a fucking yarmulke on touching the wall. Yeah. Every single one of them, every, every single one of them. one of them. But like what I was talking about the remnant dude. It's like in like, Hollywood, how they make the black guy wear the dress. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I want to have a fucking whole show about that because there is some buck breaking, some wild shit that they're trying to do. Yeah. The fuck, I mean, just trying to destroy masculinity within yeah. like black culture yeah. and just trying to fucking cuck them, dude. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's I mean, honestly, like uh, when you look last, at the force, the last the forces of, that did this, the black people, it fuck, they got fucked decades ago. Like, yeah, really. And it was Jewish. It was the Jews that did this to them. I mean, Jews have been driving a wedge between all peoples for fucking ever. That's how they manipulate and how they worm their way into fucking various cultures and societies and pit people against each other and come out the good guy. Who were the ones trading? Who were the ones slave trading? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Who owned? This is my favorite one. Who owned the boats? Yeah. (laughs) Like it's all like all roads lead to the same fucking place, and it ain't Rome. Let me tell you. So, but yeah, our government's fucked. Like our government's not our government. We lost our government with Kennedy. Like uh, Kennedy was killed by by a combination of forces backed by the Israelis. And now yeah. you see his fucking grandson or nephew, whatever the fuck he is, just cucking so fucking hard. Which I don't understand. And when you listen to people like Whitney Webb or some other people who have like met him and know him, they, they're like, I can't believe he's saying this stuff. So maybe he's they just saying what he's... Uh, either he that or he's just playing the, the game. He might just because Kennedy played that game too. Kennedy said fucking Kennedy told everybody who'd give him 10 cents um, back in the day. Anybody who gave him 10 cents, he told him he would do their agenda, whatever. And he took money from a lot of Jewish groups that most people don't know about and promised them the fucking world. And when he got in there, he gave him fucking nothing. So you never know. That might run in the yeah. fucking family. He might be telling them everything because he knows about his, his father's assassination he knows thing eugene caesar killed his dad yeah he also has to know thing eugene caesar was working with the la mob and he has to understand the relationship between the la mob and the israelis yep right he has to understand that the fucking we'll talk about that here for momentarily but he has to understand that and if he understands that then he has to know israel was behind it all and so, how is he cucking to them if he knows it because maybe he's just putting up this front until he gets in and then he's gonna fucking fuck him who knows but like what he's saying about israel makes no sense at all at all this is like unfucking real like yeah, dude. I mean, it's absolutely fucking wild because, like, I know a lot of, like, well, there was a lot of fucking crunchy leftists that actually kind of still respected him uh, because they were actually maybe a few of the leftists that were actually anti-fucking-vax and th- different things like that. Like, you know, and they're not even leftists. They're just, like, crunchy fucking hippies that kind of thought they were liberals, right? Right. And then there's some, like, right-winger fucking nut jobs like me and then maybe some anti-war people maybe some people in the middle maybe some like uh unhappy libertarians a lot of people started like fucking kind of jumping on board with kennedy and dude he's actually lost his entire fucking movement the second he started like sucking israel's cock it's it's all it's done is sunk his fucking ship dude like it's really fucking interesting to me that like 
we're we're in an interesting time right now that I've never seen. Like I've been anti-Zionist for fucking years, dude, and I've been yelling at it, and I feel like I've been farting in the wind, and nobody's been listening or caring or just calling have, me a piece of shit. Have you actually tasted Israel's cock? Because for all you know, it could be like strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Buddy, it does. It's delicious. No, it's not. It's fucking disgusting. Anyways, I don't know. I, I actually haven't tasted Israel's cock. No. You're not. You're not. You're not trying. Is all I'm hearing. My mom tried to shove Israel's cock down my throat my whole life. She still. She has a little pendant of Israel on her fucking necklace right here with like prayers to israel and she fu- dude it's fucking disgusting i grew up in a hardcore uh like super right-wing christian zionist fucking household it was awful i never understand the christian zionists like never gonna make sense to me ever what about jews for, is well jews for jesus dude, like the other version of that the jews for jesus i mean i a lot of those guys i go to church with actually i there's a lot of jews for jesus that i go to church with that i just so you know like the rockfin stream isn't going just uh it out well fuck them all <laughs> they, they don't <laughs> like it when you start talking about jews which is fucking interesting um <clears throat> it's whatever this is being recorded anyway go, so go. We'll, i'll fucking put it out um but what's fascinating dude is uh we're in an interesting time right now uh that i've never seen like left right and center i've never seen it so open to israel being uh, criticized right now. Right, right, right. Looking... And so this is it's, it's dumbfounding. It's almost like one of those careful what you wish for kind of things. Like, I never thought that we'd get this kind of response, but I never thought they would be this overt in there being cunts. And so this brings us to like a lot of other things because this leads to so many fucking questions. This brings us to the totality of the 20th century post-Hitler, right? Like, and that's when you have to come to understand. People start to ask questions like, why are they doing this? Why would they do this to these people if this was actually done to them? And then people are like, well, let me look into what was done to them. And then they start looking into the Holocaust. And then they're like, oh, so we're told there's all these gas chambers. But really, that doesn't look like there's any. Where are they? There are none. Right. And so then you get into the Holocaust. And that's where everyone should ultimately be getting. Right. So it should be leading from Israel's a bunch of cunts. To the Holocaust is complete bullshit. Uh, the Holocaust didn't exist until Raoul Hilberg's book on the liquidation of European Jewry, which didn't come out until like 66. Encyclopedia Britannica didn't mention the Holocaust till 69, you know, and then people are like, huh, I wonder what the fuck. And then they start digging into it and then they find things like my documentary on the Holocaust and they're like, oh my God, there were no gas chambers. The most Jews under Hitler's control at most was like 3.4 million tops. So there was no 6 million Jews killed. It's ridiculous. You know, and there was most certainly never any gas chambers or plan to kill all the Jews. It's fucking, it's just retarded. And so that is where people are going. They're not quite there yet, but I have been talking to Ryan lately and he's been pumping up his Holocaust is stuff that he's been doing uh, because that's the most important thing. Like to me, if you ask, if you ask me the Holocaust and Kennedy, when you come to understand the two of those things, you realize that it's not an Israel problem. It's really a Jewish problem. And this is, because it's not a Zionist problem, right? Jews haven't been run out of a thousand fucking uh, cities and over a hundred countries over the last thousand fucking years um, just for it to be a Zionist problem in the last hundred years. Give me a fucking break. Uh, and that ultimately goes back to the undermining of the social cultures and the social structures in every civilization that they ever fucking move into, right? So instead of assimilation and becoming part of a culture, they maintain their own quote unquote heritage, which isn't even theirs. It's a stolen heritage. Uh, and then they... They refuse to integrate. They continue to like if you look into like Germany post World War One, the population went from about half uh, half a percent Jewish to about three percent Jews. They took over entire cities, put up fucking synagogues, all kinds of stuff in Hebrew and like 
it was completely contrary to German culture. And that's what created Hitler in the first place. It was this overt undermining of German culture that led to the creation of the Reich. Period. Well, like you can only push people so far. I was having that uh, last night with a friend, and we were kind of discussing like what the fuck happened, at, like what created Hitler, and like I was trying to like trying to talk to him about like basically the cultural disruption that happened in like Weimar Germany. Like they were like they were the first ones to start like uh, well child prostitution. They were the ones that were like starting things like uh, transgender surgeries for fucking yep. kids and like yep. all kinds of fucking it was all being pushed, shit that was happening. All being but, pushed by the ideologies of the Frankfurt School and guys mm-hmm. like Gromsky and like and they're and they're like when you read their writings their in, their intention was to destroy German culture. Period. Because German culture was the epitome of the fucking of human civilization of the world of all time. And that and, and Jews hated it and resented it and they had to destroy it. Cause that's what they fucking do. Every, they destroy everything they fucking touch because they're a fucking resentful people that they feel like they've been done wrong by history. And therefore they have to get back at everybody and destroy everything good. And they want a world of their own. So that you can get into the how, writings of Theodore Kaufman. How much of this is just jealousy because you're not part of the chosen people. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. So the Jewish thing is so fucking weird. Like, so my, let's check this out. I'll tell you my family story of involving Judaism. So like my, my grandmother on my father's side was born to a very strict Catholic family. And she like hated her parents and the things she could do to rebel. The the worst thing she could do that rebel against them was to marry a Jew. And so she did. And so she married a Jew and she had two Jewish children who went on to be my aunt and my uncle. She then divorced my that guy and married my catholic grandfather and converted back to catholicism so i grew up with like a jewish half of the family by marriage and so just the idea that you can fucking do that is ridiculous in and of itself that you can flip-flop back and forth to whether you're a jew or not a jew have kids that are jewish have kids that are not jewish it's ultimately fucking this weird identitarian thing that people feel they need to cling to everyone feels like they need to belong to something and this is just the weirdest of them all Really? Because these people think they're from the Middle East. Like, never in the history of the world do we accept mental illness on this scale. Like, you go up to a Jewish person, you'd be like, yeah, I'm descended from the Middle East. Bitch, you're a white person. You're the descent descendant of a European convert. You have no connection to the fucking Middle East. Period. Your ancestors were forced converts in, Khazar, in, the, in the Khazarian Empire. And then you were driven out by the Russians in the 12th century. And that's when the great arrival of the Ashkenazi Jews in Germany and Poland happened in the 1200s. This blew that, my mind recently too. That I, I've got a, a good friend. Shout out! Uh, actually, I won't even say their name because, but but they <laughs> for obvious reasons. But they were mentioning uh, as like a Jewish scholar that Hebrew was basically like a dead language for, yeah. for forever, yeah. and it's only a very very recent development. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Hebrew is like making this resurgence. But this isn't even it, Hebrew. The shit that they re- read today is not original Hebrew. When you look at original Hebrew, it you wouldn't you could not read it. It's not even anything close at all. Um, so there's been a couple revisions to Hebrew. Uh, one was in like the 10th century. And then there was one again in like the 16th or 17th century, which is what they teach today. But yeah, it's a fucking, it's a made up bullshit language. It was not the original Hebrew. They basically made up a language. That's what he, modern day Hebrew is. Just like they made up Yiddish. They made this, they just made this shit up. Um, it really has no connection to the original fucking Hebrew. The original Hebrew writings, if you were to actually see it, like a person who reads modern Hebrew could not read original Hebrew because it's a different language. And it probably didn't even say in this. You, you think black people in Africa ate gefilte fish? Go fuck yourself. Give me a fucking break. Is it true that the original language was actually written by rabbis spitting infantile blood on the wall after they did a brisk? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, all, all that stuff is weird, but you got to think. 
Okay, so the original Israelites were black as fuck, okay? They were true slaves in Egypt. They built the fucking pyramids, or, or allegedly, you know, that's the story. But like, Are we doing some black Israel, Hebrew Israelites? The black Hebrew Israelites were black? 110%. There were no white people in Africa in the Middle this, East. Like, I mean, because, I just figured they look kind of like me with this big schnoz and my no. dark fucking... Okay, nope. I black thought they were like Arabs. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So, um, because the land of Israel is not where Israel is today. The land of Israel stretched from the middle of the Sahara all the way to fucking Iran. Okay. That was called the, that was the land of Israel. Right. And it was really what sprang from the remnants of, of, of Canaan, right. The Canaanites and the Canaanites were black as fuck. They were black Saharans. Okay. And so then when you get into things like the Shushan temple, which is the oldest Jewish temple in the fucking world, all of the depictions of Moses and his children show him as black with big afros. Okay, so a bunch of white people did not create a, the Shushan Temple and make a bunch of black. Who was Jesus? Is that what you're saying? No, Jesus was Jesus wasn't even a real person. <laughs> None of these were real people. Okay, Jesus wasn't real. Moses wasn't real. This is all fiction that was created by fucking people who didn't know why the sun came up in the fucking morning. Okay, so but the bottom line is like all the original, all, all the evidence in the world shows that there were that the Israelites were black. Uh, black people were slaves to the less black people who were the Egyptians. You know, I mean, the idea that some Jerry Seinfeld looking motherfucker was a slave to the Egyptians is just so stupid to me. It's unbelievable. Like the idea that a white person has any claim to the fucking any land in the Middle East whatsoever. I Look, mean, you, can you get couldn't into, like, even get those Jews in New York to build their own temples. No, their own temples. <laughs> they had to fucking they had to fire hire Mexicans to do it. Yeah, and I'm sure they violated a couple labor laws in the process, right? So dude, they would have been bitching so much if you had them trying to dude. Could you imagine like whipping in the oh it's, it's so hot out here? Like build the goddamn pyramid. Oh, but the so idea hot. that white people like the idea that like these Israelis I'm getting a rash. So you gotta think like the, the 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 chief financial sponsor of the state of Israel was Adolf Hitler. Okay, so the Zionists come to Hitler in 33. And they're Is like, there any truth to Hitler being a Rothschild bastard? I've heard this. Okay, so this no. Like Here's that the, idea. The, the speculation is that they don't know who his father is because his mother was a whore. Basically, his his mom got around and they don't know who the dad was. But she was were shots fired. Shots fired at Hitler. So, um, but that's basically it. They don't know who his father is, but it doesn't even matter, honestly, uh, because you have that's. When you understand Hitler and you understand the National Socialists and you understand the problem, ultimately, it was an ideological problem that they, over time, linked to genetics, right? So the, the, the modern-day anti-Semitism is 100% purely linked to ideology. It has nothing to do with – nobody gives a goddamn fuck who anyone is born, right? It's it's Why are you a cunt, right? That's where all anti-Semitism comes from, right? But – Hitler understood that these were white people who chose to inbreed for a thousand fucking years, which is basically what they goddamn were. All right. So from the 1200s through the 9700 years, 800 years. Right. And Hitler knew this. And so he linked this inbred genetics to the ideology because they did because the Jews themselves did. Right. We're a people. We're a race. We're, and when when so when he talked about them being a race and when he talked about the final solution to the Jewish problem, He's you have to understand Zionism and you have to understand the writings of the original Zionists because he was poking directly. He was direct. Like when he said we have, I have the final solution to the Jewish problem, he was making a statement directly to the international Zionists because the searching for the question for the answer to the Jewish question was a Zionist problem. It was not a it was not a Hitler question. It was a Zionist question that was posed by Herzl and it wasn't even posed by Theodore Herzl. 
he had it was posed in by Jews in the generations before him. The Jewish question was, what do we do with all these fucking Jews? Where, where, how do we go back to the homeland, right? But it, they, these idiots don't even realize it's not their homeland, right? It was their their converts, the descendants of converts. Their ancestors converted a thousand years before them, so they're thinking that they're from the Middle East when they're not. They're European converts, actually de descendant from the directly from the area of the Donbass, which is Eastern Ukraine, which was just fucking annexed by Russia, who is like the arch enemy of the fucking Khazars, which to me is the ultimate irony. After a thousand years, the Russians won again. <laughs> so beat the Khazars, not only in the 700s, but he beat them in the 1200s and beat them again. Even now. striking again. Right. This is why I, this is where I think all the anti-Russian sentiment comes from because Jews don't let it go. Because the Jews, the, the, the upper echelon Jews really understand this is where their history comes from. They know that they're descendant from the Ukraine, not from fucking Palestine. And they are, they'll never let the Russians, they'll never let it go. Because the Russians drove them from their true homeland. Well, and that's why this... I'm I'm curious, Corey. Wasn't Hitler basically just like the state industrial version of what America started with the eugenics movement and the American Breeders Association and Rockefellers and just all the way down the line? Because it it, well, it feels like we of. started it and we where we're like, well, let's keep this in private industry. And Germany was like, fuck private industry. Let's make the state industry. Well, sort of, sort of. But let me explain. Let me explain like Hitler's I, way of thinking. So. Germany was a fucking state that was basically an ethno state. Everyone was fucking white Germanic peoples, right? The the the, the percentage of peoples who were not white and Germanic was so small it was like, so one like Japan. And a half. Yeah, it was like Japan, but white people. Okay. To me, those nations like that are the only nations that you can actually in, have a sort of nationalist philosophy because Hitler's idea and it's proven to me to be true over time because we see what's going on in america today that the fundamental binding glue that holds a nation together and holds a people together is its race and their commonality in their background that is what really holds a society together and so national socialism people are like oh you're a nazi well if you want to call someone a racist just call them a fucking racist but you can't call them a nazi because national socialism is very specifically tailored to german nationals and building a strong germany based on its national heritage right so when people are like well hitler was a socialist no he was not a fucking socialist okay he accused the marxists of stealing the term socialism to him socialism is what we would think of as an ethnic nationalism okay so when he's but but you can't call something national nationalism it sounds stupid right so national socialism when he says national socialism what he means is that the race and the society are one people and that's what gives them their strength. And that can apply to a country like Germany. That can apply to a country like Japan. Can apply to a country like Britain, even though they fucked themselves 100 years ago. Um, but it can't apply to America. You cannot be a white nationalist in America. It doesn't make any sense, okay? Like, uh, it's never made any sense because we've had 20, you know, 15, 20% black people in this country since way before any of us were born. So to me, the idea of, like, white nationalism in America is ridiculous. It just does not apply. It can apply to countries in Europe. And so... They have every fucking right to expel everybody who's not a fucking is not part of their ethnic nationalism. If you ask me, all these fucking migrants who are getting funneled into the country by Jewish organizations, yeah, I just fucking round them up and ship them out in a fucking boat and sink it. If you ask me, but the reality is like um, this is what's happening to America. We're being sunk by all these fucking other people who are being brought in here over the border by these NGOs, which are all Jewish funded, funded by the Aspen Institute. And when you comes back down to it, it's a handful of fucking central bankers that are destroying the world because they want a world of their own. That's what it comes down to. So, well, Corey, in your opinion, do they win? 
They never win. They they win. They they, they try the shit and they try the shit and they try the shit. And then then they end up in concentration camps and, you know, with stories about 6 million Jews getting killed, right? So it always backfires. From that. What they're doing now is creating (laughs) Hitlers around the world. So give us another five years and what you're going to see, you're going to see an extreme nationalism retake Europe. Uh, to the point where you're going to say, like, I watched a video of hundreds of fucking nationalists in Italy, fucking Zeke Heiling the other day, and they weren't a bunch of dumb kids. They were organized. They had money. Yeah. This is real. This is going to happen. And they're going to take back fucking Europe and they're going to slaughter people in the streets. I mean, and what we're going to see coming is I think I never thought there was going to be a race war. When I was growing up in the early, early 90s, and there was a lot of skinhead stuff going on then. And there was a lot of talk about a race war. And I was like, it's bullshit. It's never going to happen because it's not really a problem between white people and black people. We really don't have a problem with each other unless that problem is fostered. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, but it's, that's what it is. That's what's going man, on today. It's being like, fostered. My mixed breed ass, I'm definitely going to get fucking killed. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> no, it's a shame. It's really a shame because what it really comes down to is the uh, in America here, we have, since race, we're, we are a mixing, melting pot. We've always been. But we what we have to do is unite behind a culture. And that's the problem is that despite the fact that we have many races in America, um, there is a very specific group that is trying to drive a wedge between the various cultural differences between us. And that's unacceptable to me. Um, that is grossly unacceptable. We all should be on the same side and, uh, as Americans and, uh, it's not happening because it's this, this division is being pushed upon us by fucking Jews, by Jewish interests, Zionist Jewish interests. Well, I mean, someone could try to argue with that, but I mean, again, when we go back to looking at the presidential candidates, like every single one of them, and they claim to be so fucking different and have all these different ideologies and different ideas about how to run the country. But if you accuse them of being Zionists, they're not only going to not deny that they're fucking Zionists, they're going to fight over who's the most Zionist. So the idea to me, Israel the most, if you're a fucking Zionist and you're an American citizen, you're a traitor to your fucking country and they should throw you in a jail cell and fucking throw (laughs) away the key. Like I am, I've I've lost all patience for this dual citizen shit for this, for uh, putting America last for putting Zionism first. If you are a Zionist, what you basically the creation of Zionism, it made instantly overnight, it made Jews around the world traitors to their own country. It posed, it automatically brought up the legitimate question of dual loyalty. And then people were like, oh, well, that's just a trope. Oh, no, it's not. Because I can go back through history. Let's talk about, say, 1945, David Ben-Gurion, the leader of the head of the Jewish agency in Switzerland. Well, at the time it was in Switzerland, but it was moved to Palestine. And so in 1945, David Ben-Gurion is the head of this organization, which will go on to be the government in Israel in 48, right? So after the end of World War II, Ben-Gurion wants us to support him in overthrowing the British and kicking the Palestinians out of their own fucking land so they can get Israel. America told the pre-Israeli Zionists like Ben-Gurion to go fuck themselves. We're not going to get into another war. We just got out of a fucking war. What did they do for the next 20 years? They spent 20 fucking years organizing American Jews, traitors to their country, to break into fucking various arms bunkers and depots around the country. At least 50 got hit over a 20 year period. And all the people got killed. People who worked in the army, security guards, guarding bunkers were murdered so they could go in and steal these fucking weapons and arms. And basically uh, all of it. 
on its surface, the story when it ties to Kennedy was that this stuff was getting shipped to the anti-Castro Cubans to fight the battle down there. But that's all bullshit. All this stuff got sent to Israel so they could fight the Palestinians. And Kennedy knew about it. And that's one of the reasons Kennedy was fucking killed, because he was going to cut off funding because he knew the Israelis had been stealing from us for 20 fucking years. OK, um, and so just to get on Kennedy for a second, on top of that, you have 1956, you have Demona. Um, being built in the Jev Desert, and you have Zalman Shapiro and Numek in Apollo, Pennsylvania, where they start to make uh, nuclear material for the U.S. Navy. But then over a seven or eight year period, up until about 1965, they funneled over 650 pounds of uranium to fucking Israel out of Apollo, Pennsylvania. And in the process, they dumped so much goddamn nuclear waste that no one will be able to live in that area for the next 50 fucking years. Okay, this is our greatest fucking ally who did this to us. And Kennedy was going to cut all aid and basically make sure that there was not going to be an Israel today because he knew what they were doing to us. They've been fucking us since before there was even a fucking Israel. These people deserve no quarter at all. Fuck them. The reason that we keep sending them $4 billion a year is because they killed Kennedy and they took over our country on that fucking day and made us their bitch. They allowed APAC to fucking flourish and fucking fund every goddamn politician. And if you don't get, if you don't get on day one into the meeting with APAC, they fucking blacklist you and you're out. You'll never get another penny if you're in Congress ever. That's why everyone takes their fucking money. How did it happen, though, Corey? Because they killed Kennedy. They killed fucking Kennedy, and they put a goddamn Jew in the fucking White House in Lyndon Johnson, and he gave him the keys to the fucking kingdom. Our country came to an end on November 22nd because of these goddamn Jews. Fuck them. Fucking A, dude. I mean, I... I'm a man without a country. I was born in 76. I never knew in America. Dude, I mean, I really do. I sincerely look back at like old Europe and old America. Like when we were like, I grew up hating ideas like colonialism and nationalism and thinking it was the worst thing in the world. I mean, but that's when America cared about America. Me too. But here's what I came to realize. Here's what I came to realize. But it was like, you know what? It's in America's best interest right now. We're going to take over your country right now. You know, I mean, it, it is kind of fucked up and I still am anti-war, but it's like, God damn, that's at least when America used to care about America's interests. America yes. doesn't give a yeah. fuck about America no. anymore. You're right. And I, I would say that the, people ask me, you know, make America great again. When, when was America great? I would say between 45 and 63 was the best chance we have of saying that we were ever great in those years. So, so peak MK Ultra. That was the peak. peak M- yes. America. Yes. Oh, my God. It's cr- crazy. You say that. Yeah. Yeah, but here's my problem with MK Ultra. MK Ultra, um, I think, was largely a cover. I think that mind control stuff was largely a cover for a large scale um, bar- biological and chemical weapons program. I think that's what MK Ultra mostly was. It was well, 150... most of the real nasty stuff came out of Fort Detrick, and it was all right. toxicology and bacteria right. and correct Agent correct. Orange and yeah. But that so, that one doesn't get as much like flash like interesting cartoons and movies right right and, you know people love the mind control and the manchurian candidate yeah. stuff but i think that to some degree because they made the movie the manchurian candidate because they wanted us to think that stuff right so i think to some degree it was a look to the right while we fucking you know create mosquitoes with fucking anthrax and all this bacteria shit and then release them in fucking mongolia which is what they did just a couple years ago and got caught right so like i think most of the mk ultra stuff is the cover for the development of bioweapons programs but it sounds cooler when it's not mind control. Not that there wasn't that MK Ultra stuff, but like when you look into the mind, and when you look into like what the people think is MK Ultra, really for me, it falls under your basic psychological warfare kind of stuff, like that you would have in the in basic me- news media, you know, basic propaganda. You know, well, that and, and does the, more to 
And the peak, I mean, as far as I can understand credibly, um, Jolly West was one of like the top dogs in the MK Ultra program. And out of all the different drugs and like weird techniques, he concluded that sleep deprivation was by far and away the easiest way to basically mind control someone. And if you can just prevent them That's, from getting healthy yeah. sleep for three days plus, then like all the scopolamine and all the weird, um, like repetitive psychic driving from you and Cameron, all that, like, it's fun. That's cool. But if you just don't let someone sleep for three mm -hmm. days, that's just as good. Oh, the most vivid hallucinations you'll have are from sleep deprivation way more than like LSD, like way more. Like I've fucking had full conversations with people that weren't there <laughs> when I've been up for five fucking days, you know? Fuck. Dude, I had a fucking, I had a buddy. My buddy had like basically a flop house. They were like in bands and like in Sacramento uh, and you know, they whatever, but there was a guy, great guy, loved the dude, but he was just basically the hobo that lived on the couch. It was kind of like half baked, like the homeless guy that lived on the fucking couch. Yeah. And he couldn't afford alcohol and people would kind of give him money from time to time. They'd feed him. Uh, but uh, he would literally stay up for days at a time because he said, I can just get drunk for free. And that's just what he did. And I was like, all right, you're just doing severe fucking brain damage all the goddamn time. So, I mean, I was up all fucking night doing coke and doing weird shit. I just be like, every time I saw him, he was awake. He was just sitting like this on the couch. Like, what's up, dude? You want to go get sushi at fucking two in the morning? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cheap high, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but the world's falling apart. Yeah, I think is the bottom line. Is is this oh. black pill? Are we talk? Is Corey black pilled or yeah. is it different? No, no, no I'm black pilled. We're done. Uh, like, as, as a society, we're toast. What's like, the uh like? What's the end goal of black pillism? Because this is a fairly new one to me. I didn't even realize what black pill truly meant. Black pill is just like we're done. We're done, dude. We're toast. We're fucking. Right. Is, is it, is we it hit nihilism? the iceberg. We hit the iceberg fucking years ago, and like this is like the we're arguing over what song the band should play as the Titanic is sinking, you know, so is it the same as nihilism or is, is being black pilled and nihilism different? No, I'd say there's somewhat similar. Somewhat. I just don't have any hope that anything's going to get fixed unless we have a fucking revolution. Oh, I'm telling you, here's is the deal. If, you want anything, votes? If, if anything's going to get fixed, there needs to be a river of fucking blood in the streets. Uh, and until we see that, <laughs> nothing's going to get fixed. Like unless we have an actual violent revolution where these people are stripped from their homes and their fucking heads are end up on pikes. Uh, down fucking Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, there is no fixing it because these people will see to it that they own the systems, they own the systems of control, they own the uh, backup systems of control, right? Like we have a three system prong, three prong system of government, right? They control all three of those. But if right? we vote for Donald Trump in 2024, we are going to it, the whole world's going to change. He's going to save us. The White Hats. Are that gonna... motherfucker <laughs> gave us the vaccine. That motherfucker poisoned you know two thirds of the world. I don't understand people who like are all Trump. Like Trump poisoned two thirds of the world. Corey, I'm curious about this. So when we talk about Jews running the world and doing all this wild shit, I look at fucking Israel and they're the most vaxxed country per capita in like the entire goddamn planet. What the mm -hmm. fuck was that about? Because were the they Zionists, getting a different vaccine than us, or these, did they just not give a fuck about their own people? They don't give a or, fuck about their own people. When you read the, you have to go back and read the writings of these early Zionists, like James otherwise, like, do I need to get a flight and go to Israel and then get my fucking jab? Because they like, don't they give a fuck. One? They do not. No, no, no. Let me make this absolutely fucking clear. And this is a quote: um, "The blood of the Jewish people is the grease of the wheels of the Zionist state." Okay, there cannot without the uh, without blood. There shall be no freedom in the land. 
These are direct you know quotes from Zionists who are like are totally willing to fucking because here's the thing. And like um, the Israeli Jews, they look at American Jews like we look at fucking like uh, dumb rednecks in Kentucky. That like American Jews are like the scum of the world to international Jews. It's fucking hilarious to me. Like the, the infighting amongst Jews is disgusting. It's really it's worse than it is amongst blacks. It's fucking terrible. I love they, redneck, uh, Kentucky rednecks. <laughs> but like, them. seriously, like, like, um, Zionists, international Zionists and international Jews, the Swiss Jews and the fucking Israeli Jews are the most pro- prominent. They fucking hate American Jews. They think they're like the fucking, they definitely think they're like the rednecks of the fucking Jewish world. I have no respect for them. The Zionists are not religious. If anything, they're occultists and some of them are outright Satanists. And so when you get into like the occult aspect of the shit, they don't even mind murdering without like nine 11 was a mass ritual to them. They don't mind killing fuck. They were trying to kill 50,000 people in the towers, not 3000. So yeah, they don't last mind night we shit. decided that the term nine 11 isn't allowed on the show. It's called the Israeli dance party. Oh, the Israeli dance party. Uh, yeah. that, that's, that's what we call nine 11 here on the show now. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. The world is waking up, but they just need to start asking the right questions. They need to go back and look at all the buzz about 9-11. They need to look at all the buzz about Kennedy. They need to go back and look at Iran-Contra. They need to go back and look at the bombing of the fucking King David Hotel, which is what started all this. They need to look at all of this stuff. They need to go back and they need Maybe to look Netanyahu's at the... Maybe father, a fucking actual fucking terrorist. Oh my God, that fucking guy. <laughs> Legitimately a goddamn terrorist. What a scumbag. The whole family is scum, dude. Like, oh, these Zionists are fucking... Because this is the problem. This is this is the end result of a thousand years of inbreeding. This is what you get. They are mentally I mean, fucking deficient will, okay. on this fucking level. Uh, Zionist advocate here, or like a Kazarian advocate here. All that all that inbreeding made... Uh, God damn it, Thomas. Who's uh, Wonder Woman? Oh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot? God damn. Dude, dude they made perfection right She's there. She's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Inbreeding? I'm like... I'm ready to breed that one. Hey, I seen some pretty fucking hot inbred trailer park girls. You know, the one with the big gap in the teeth. Like, but mm-hmm. they're out there, dude. And they're easy too. You just be like, so easy. Hey, I'll get you a fucking chili dog at Seven Eleven, girl. I mean, if if you want to talk like girl. where where did those original <laughs> Germanic peoples end up? I mean, those rednecks in the middle of the United States. That's where a lot of them ended up, man. That's like peak, you know, like Bavarian, uh, kind of like folk country. You know, I know people who never heard me talk before, like, they think I probably could come off like some kind of asshole Nazi, but, like, I'm wearing a fish hat. Like, I fucking went on dead tour. Like, you know, I'm not, like, I want all this to just get along. And But, like, there's a specific group of people who was intentionally trying to stop us from getting along. And you showed us before we started, you've got a yarmulke under that hat, too. So this, like, you're allowed to say everything <laughs> that you've been saying. I should get a yarmulke with, like, a swastika on it. Be like, <laughs> figure that one out, bitches. <laughs> Check I me. I have a yarmulke tinfoil hat from now on. I gotta have a... <laughs> no, like, I, I, Dude, I, I just truly... I'm throwing out my curls, actually. I, I, I truly, like... Some... I have such an empathy for humanity and I want all of us to get along and we all can get along. The problems that we suffer on, uh, on a species wide level around the world are not insurmountable. Um, but we have people who are actively working against us. And this is the fucking problem. We can't all get along and peace, love and all that stuff while we have specific groups of people actively trying to fucking kill us with a fucking vaccine or actively trying to destroy our perceptions of one another through pushing things like DEI. And these fucking uh, and like the civil rights movement was about getting the black vote. End of story. End of story. The civil rights movement they didn't give. You think Johnson gave a fuck about black people? Give me a break. Johnson gave a fuck about getting black people's vote. 
That was what the civil rights movement was about. Uh, and it drove a wedge further between black and white people in this country. Like all these things that they do, they know are going to have the opposite effect and they do it anyway because they don't want us to get along. They don't want us to have peace. They don't. Yeah, man. I think something that you touched on there about uh, the whole idea of like Zionism not even being they're not even religious. Like to me, it, it like it all, it always comes down to like, what the fuck is a Jew anyways? Cause like I've all, I've had that right. conversation with enough people. You're like, is it a fucking culture at this point? Or is it a fucking race? It's or a weird it identity. A fucking it's religion a- because all of their fucking mouthpieces are, they're all fucking atheists. They're all fucking, or whatever they are. They claim to be atheists, but they seem pretty goddamn religious to me. But see, all, we can solve this problem in two generations. Like every Jew out there just goes out and marries a nice goyim and fucking has some goyim kids. And then three generations, or get no some more big Jews. hot BBC, one or the other. Just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know. Yeah, but just, we just got to fuck it out. Yes, yes. It can be, it, the, Jews, gotta... the Jewishness can be fucked out of these people. That is a, that is a fact. <laughs> It might take a couple generations, but the Jew can be fucked out of these people. Uh, I want to go back to, because uh, you were talking a little bit earlier, you were talking about how you didn't even understand how Christians could be Zionists, the whole Christian Zionist uh, movement. And I'll just talk from my perspective as growing up as a fucking Christian Zionist. Uh, and now looking at it with the lens that I have now, I see it as basically the most anti-Semitic uh, ideology possible. Because these guys, they claim to fucking they idolize and fucking love they lust after like jewish kind of bullshit but then they also giggle and eat bacon and think they're stupid and but they'll still circumcise their kids for some fucking reason they'll generally mutilate their fucking kids like i don't that's the one fucking bone they throw them they're like you know what i mean they they go to church on sunday they should go to saturday if they were good fucking you know what i mean but anyways but they literally it is a goddamn death cult and there's all they really want is they want Israel to get all the fucking power that they want. They want Israel to go and conquer Palestine, take over Jerusalem so that they can fucking build that third temple so that right. Jesus can come back in the, in the world. All right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, they gotcha. Don't fucking care. It they is about the return the of the Moshiach and all that stuff, isn't it? They literally want the Jews to die. They go like, well, yeah, of course Israel's going to be just, uh, they're going to be fucking um, attacked by everybody. They're going to be the world's enemy. And this is all just to bring back Jesus. It's hilarious. It's so funny. It's so funny because Jesus wasn't even a real fucking person. There's zero evidence that Jesus ever walked the earth. It's like hilarious to me. Wait, do you guys not want to meet Jesus? Jesus, Just by the way, this is sweet Jesus. I love you. Right, right up here. We're cool, right, JC? But like, uh, if Jesus is a real person, if Jesus was a real person, there would be a mountain of evidence. We would have like the biggest thing is like when you look at like the existence of like Buddha and like you know um, what? There was that guy that had that piece of toast, and Jesus's face was on it. All right, if that's not evidence. So we have historical writings from world leaders discussing Buddha and Muhammad. Okay, we know they were real people the because Bible, there was a slew Corey, of fucking Corey, have you seen the Bible? Those yes. red letters, those red letters that, that are in the Bible, those were Jesus's words. Okay, mm-hmm. Corey. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there's not a single letter during the time of Jesus from one world leader to another world leader discussing this person who's allegedly some internationally known rebel rouser. Right? Does not anybody in the world acknowledges knowing who the fuck this person is during the time that he's supposed to have lived? Not Pontius pilot or none of these well because he was zero evidence story he was several people okay he was probably julius caesar he might have also been muhammad i've also there you've i've heard some fucking stories and and i've 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 had people make the case i actually i've had people 
I, talk about kooks and fucking tinfoil hats. I've had people come on to uh, explain how Jesus and Mary were actually Bigfoot. But uh, maybe. Hey, man. Maybe. <laughs> I got to tell people, this, just, this shit hurts my brain so much to the point that I look forward to the day when I can switch to becoming a full-time Bigfoot researcher. It's got to be much easier on the fucking It's great, dude. I love it. Yeah, my life is fantastic. I'm already out here in Colorado, man. I got fucking 10 Bigfoots fucking within 10 miles of me, I'm sure. I'm like 30 minutes west of uh, Portland, Oregon by Mount Hood. Oh. Area. Like, oh. Yeah, we got Bigfoot in my can backyard. You, is it, can you feel the hippie stench from where you are? No, dude, you don't even know. Like, Portland is disgusting. It's a communist stench that you get from Portland. Every Oregon all the way around is a bunch. They call themselves Oregonians. We're they're all a bunch of fucking right wing fucking uh guns. So Oregon's people. cool except for Portland. Because I got Oregon's friends in cool Salem. Eugene kind of sucks. Uh Portland kind of sucks. Parts of Bend kind of sucks. Mm. The rest of it is fucking is is based as fuck. That's funny. That's how it is in Colorado. Like Denver is like woke as shit. Colorado Springs is a little more military. Fort Collins up here, man. They just had a big DEI initiative thing going on. But like you get into the mountains and it's all fucking hillbillies with guns. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, dude. My fucking neighbors are great. My neighbors don't give a fuck about me. And I guns? don't give a fuck about them. Everybody's got fucking guns. Everybody's polite. Everybody minds their fucking business. Nobody gives a fuck what I'm doing. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. We're just like, here's my property line. There's your property line. We're just fucking doing what we want. That's great. Everybody minds their business. It's great, dude. <laughs> fucking Minding like your business is fucking yeah. great. <laughs> it's important, dude. It's fucking great. If the world minded their own fucking business more, we wouldn't have half the fucking problems. Yes, that is true. Fucking A, bro. So, Corey, I, I guess I had like a list of fucking questions that I was going to ask you, and maybe we can get to some of those. Like, I was just looking at, like, I, we've kind of covered quite a bit of them. But I was going to talk about how uh, it just seems clumsy, basically, their propaganda at this point. Like, we look at something like October 7th, and it's clearly, whatever the fuck happened, clearly didn't fucking happen the way they fucking said it did. No, like, it, was exactly, it was exactly what happened in 9-11. weaponized fucking border on the fucking planet that, like, I, I've heard IDF soldiers that have, like, talked about it. They're like, we know if a fucking cricket jumped over that goddamn border. We, See, like I, they, I doubt this, though. I doubt this. I think this is more of the propaganda. Like they tell us that they have the best fucking cyber squads in the fucking world, and they—they they, it's a tiny border they like, have to protect. It's like what a square mile, like this. Yeah, like these people they like fucking keep an eye on it. They're the most I, braggadocious people like, in the fucking world. The Israelis talk about themselves like they're God's gift to fucking everything. Like I, I, bullshit, bullshit. Their army is getting their asses handed to them by a bunch of fucking uh, guys. Yes. I don't even honestly. I don't even know what the fuck's happening. I've kind of tuned it out. I'm just kind of like uh, uh, war crimes. I know are going to happen. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. The they thing. don't care if like, entire... South America calls them a fucking like a war crime piece of shit. They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want, anyways. At some point, somebody's going to bomb them. Someone's going to bomb Tel Aviv and blow the fuck out of it. Like either it's, whether it's Iran or whether it's the Iran China Russia trio. Because trust me, that trio is inseparable. They have to be. Um, because they are the bulk of this new order that's forming without the United States, you know? So like bricks, one of those bricks rather is that, uh, bricks, really yeah, bricks. okay. Yep. So, um, but, uh, is that America's downfall? 
is BRICS going to be America's downfall? Do we, no, America's like, downfall, like I said, to me, if you, it started well, it started way before Kennedy. If you ask me, our country, started, the downfall started with the birth of Zionism in the late 1800s because by 33, they took a, if you ask me, they, they controlled our country by 33. By the time Hitler came to power in Germany, part of what was behind his, his angst was that he saw what was happening in America, that Zionists were taking over the country. Like, that was a fact. By 33, we were compromised. So then you have, then you you have the Zionists. You can tangibly say the communists, right? I mean, because it because when we say... It's a kind of weird relationship between the Zionists yeah. and the communists. The Zionists... It's like the communism for us and the Zionism for them is kind of like the mentality, right? Like uh, to me, it's a it's a group of people that are that are controlling people, and like everything falls out. It's like how MK Ultra is the catch all for all their different programs, uh-huh. right? And yes, so, yes, like yes. communism was just another one of their programs. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. So, um, yes. So, um, Ryan Dawson tells me I need to study World War One in depth. To see that, to understand the relationship between the Zionists and the communists, because they really are two or two separate organi- organi- organ not organizations, but organized groups, right? They're, but they are all Jewish or ideologies. They're Jewish controlled, right? And so, and Jewish funded, because communism, you got to think, was uh, like Lenin and Stalin and Marx are all Jews, right? They all changed their fucking names, right? But they're all Jewish lineage. Um, communism is a Jewish ideology and so is Zionism, right? But Zionism is more about their heritage and all that stuff, but it's just what we've already gone through. It was like uh, the Israelites were black as fuck, so like it's not their heritage. That seems to be the fundamental problem. These people are deluded. They think they're from the Middle East. They're not. That's the root of all evil in the world. Like, I really wonder how much of like, is is, is there a group of them that actually know they're lying? Or do they actually believe at this point? They're like, no, the, I definitely came from Palestine. That's my homeland. That's <laughs> you're, these are like the these are the fundamental questions of our time. Like these are the questions that truly need to be answered. We well, don't have an answer to them. You see them how they have to like how they have to obfuscate like with things like twenty three and me. I think that like in these these genetic like fucking this kind of bullshit. This is where they have to like keep the lie up. Right. They, they have to keep the They have these things um, because all of a sudden you start getting genetically tied. They're like, uh, no, it seems like you're from Lithuania. Right, like, right. So no, this I'm, I'm full Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah, you're from Lithuania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized that, that DNA tests were banned in Israel. Like you can't, you can't I didn't know that. <laughs> you can't do a DNA test. And you're and if you have a D, if you do if you have results of a DNA test, it's illegal for you to share them with anybody. <laughs> Yeah, why? fucking wild, huh? <laughs> wild, because it'll prove you're not from the fucking land. You know, couples in couples from Brooklyn are going and asking people in the Jew- West Bank. If Judaism is what they say it is, it shouldn't matter. It's just religion. We believe in Yahweh. The thing is, like, we believe in the Creator, the- so it shouldn't matter where you're from. I should be able to be from like Timbuktu, which which you're saying arguably is probably closer to. An actual Jew, but if <laughs> if you're from fucking Timbuktu and you believe that Yahweh is your God, then aren't you supposed to be a Jew? Like, but then right, and it's so funny because to... like Jews, Jews say people can convert to Judaism, but they don't. You know, you can't. No, like you're not. You're like there's a word for it. It's, I forget what it is. Like a like a shiksa or something like that. Like you're not. You're an outsider. You're never one of them, right? Like Sammy Davis Jr., the black Jew. Like they never looked at him like Black he was also Satanist? a Satanist. Yeah. That's yeah. oh my god. That shit was so you've seen the Eddie Murphy video. I haven't actually. You haven't <laughs> seen the Eddie Murphy video where he's driving around with Seinfeld in the car and he's talking about fucking um uh-uh. 
And, oh my God. Oh my God. You have to find this. Like Eddie Murphy's in the car and he's like, yeah, I was having dinner with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. And he's like, you know, Satan is more powerful than God. And then like, he talks about this on this show. It was hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah. I mean, like, all um, he's proven was that maybe he was right. I mean, <laughs> look at the fucking world we're in right now. Now here's the question. The question is like, because you have like the the Khazars who before the Khazars were Jews, they were they followed a religion called Tangridism, which was like a, a weird ritualistic shamanistic black magic Ooh, kind of thing. Yeah, dude, tell me a little bit more about that, because I never hear about the Khazars before they were the fucking because like, I always hear about the Khazarian mafia, how they adopted Judaism, how that empire like took it in, you know, but I who the fuck were the Khazars before that? They obviously were a weird, bizarre group of people because they still exist today, right? Obviously, but in the form of Judaism, it's fucking fascinating, dude. They it seems to like... be an entire thousand-year era of history that people have gone to great lengths to hide the history of, you know? Dude, There's I not mean, a lot out there. There's not world, a lot. Conspiracy theorists, like, they love to talk about, like, these hidden empires and like this one world government that existed before like our written history that's being covered up. And they, they talk about it. They call it a Tartaria. And I don't know if you've heard these stories about Tartaria. Were they the fucking Kazarians? And like, now they're trying to cover up their own history. This because is where I start right to go in the same area. And this is where it goes the off the deep end. And I start to like, I start to tune out when I start. Well, I mean, to think out. about it though. I mean, just I'm throwing devil's advocate. I'm Kazarian right. advocate again. Like what if they did have this giant fucking megalithic empire and, it's in their best interest to cover it up and not talk about it. And they don't want to fucking talk about the Tartarian empire. They don't want people to know that they were this giant fucking empire that took over. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Like, I don't know. I There's no, no way to ever know. It's all just speculation. It's fun. Well, it, I like, like fucking Bigfoot. I like, I love talking about it. So, so much of the Tartaria stuff though, in my mind, it's like a lot of it is yeah, driven because energy, of like a pro pro Russian thing. Like a pro it Russian is. Angle. It's a lot of pro-Russian propaganda and stuff, which is fascinating. Uh, Thomas, who was the big dude that was all about that? Who was the Russian fucking scientist? Do you remember? You, you know, I'm I remember about? his name. I remember I did a huge deep dive and I have a couple of friends that are in Ukraine and I was asking them if they'd ever heard of this Tartarian stuff and, and none of them had, but one of them dug up that, that a lot of the original claims of Tartaria, like the recent modern claims of Tartaria being this like discovered, uh, like, un, you know, basically like a hidden civilization that no one talks about anymore. It was this Russian astrologist that had been, in my friend's words, proven to have been putting out all kinds of bad information, misinformation for years. But the Russians come along and he was trying to explain to me this concept that Russia has no qualms about confusing their own people, that they thrive on just pure misunderstanding and chaos. So there's like an automatic built-in incentive, like, oh, you got bullshit people are believing? Let's bring this in. Let's get some state <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, on top dude, of that... I mean, that is nationalism. The strength of nationalism, there has to be mythos behind it. There has to be like, there has to be something that like, there has to be like a lie that, be, I don't know if it's a lie, but it's like the great American fucking lies that like, ooh, that was strength in na American nationalism. Like, a George Washington never told a lie. And like, you know what I mean? Like what, what made America fucking great was us right. believing in American exceptionalism. We, right. had to, we were the best, we were chosen by God. And this is why we're allowed to do what we do. And people actually believe that until, I mean, I look at 
things like uh, what's that fucking terrible war that happened in Vietnam. That mm. that's what destroyed the American mythos. Like people believed it after World War II. We thought we were still the good guys. We were that was the last great fucking thing that America did. And it's kind of such a lie because we didn't even win that goddamn war. And not only that, as we're fighting the Nazis, the OSS was working with the Nazis. So it's like, what the fuck was really going on? Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Corey, who the fuck were the Nazis? Because it seemed like a lot of those guys were like, hey, you want a job? Right? With Project Paperclip and things like that. Like, I look at that. Project Paperclip is a joke to me because. There was an Isn't operation because, yeah, because there was an operation. There was guys. an operation before Paperclip where they brought in over two hundred thousand Nazis. So I don't want to hear about 50, 50 scientists is what everyone talks about. Like fuck your fifty scientists. Two hundred thousand fucking Nazis, card carrying fucking Nazis of the hierarchy, got funneled from fucking Europe to North Africa to South America via what's called the rat lines. There's all kinds of information on this if you go actually look for it. But like we took the Nazi while we're fucking storming the beaches at Normandy, we're funneling Nazis out the back door. They weren't allowed in the country though, unless they apologized. They had to write a like an I'm sorry letter, I believe. <laughs> well, I hear stuff like that, I just don't buy it because Alan Dulles didn't give a fuck about apologies. Give me a break. Al- Alan Dulles was a pragmatist to the fucking end. Well, and, and without Alan Dulles, um, well, I'm gonna say without Alan Dulles, but Alan Dulles was instrumental in bringing the protocols of the elders of Zion back into the public sphere. I think that's actually where he got his initial clout in like the geopolitical arena was that he did this like phd uh expose on the the, the protocols you know it's hilarious the protocols are hilarious because like we get all the fucking jews who are like oh you're an anti-semite if you mention the protocols and all these people are like the protocols the protocols i'm like you don't need the fucking protocols if you read the writings of like i don't know ben-gurion chain wiseman and fucking the uh theodore kaufman like all of these fucking old school zionists like we're worse than the fucking than the <laughs> protocols okay so like i don't ever reference the protocols i don't know if they're real or not i don't give a fuck because i was curious you, yeah if you thought they were real or not because i've honestly, heard that they were propaganda they, from russia and all this other kind of bullshit i i listened to them i found an audiobook version and it was like a, a it was like a white nationalist doing it and uh it was really funny dude i was cracked i was pissing my pants laughing he was doing this voice when he was doing it like, <laughs> he was like playing it up dude i was pissing my pants laughing if if my fucking boss had hurt like knew what i was listening to while i was like cooking for people that i don't know i would have got fired but it was goddamn yeah. hilarious but yeah you're absolutely right i mean if you honestly if you want to hear something worse is actually reading the fucking uh Reading what the Zionists have to fucking say themselves. Yeah, they fucking hate you. They have no respect for you. They think that I mean, uh, right now. I've I watched a fucking video just the other fucking night of these like they're like from Indonesia. There's these uh, like Christians that like are trying to like go to the Holy Land. They're like there for like kind of like a, a crusade sort of thing where they're they're there to like kiss the wall and be retards. And you watch these fucking dudes with their yama. Well, I don't even know that. Anyways, these fucking Jews are just going. <laughs> and yeah. just spitting on them and they're like it's my duty to spit on christians yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile the you're american christians are like i like I'm, I'm talking to my mother i love israel i love israel I, they're just mm, i love jews i'm like what the 
fuck, mom? <laughs> you know, and like there's a lot of uh, these uh, a lot of attention is being brought to these like anti-Zionist Jews, like these the the Jewish sects in New York who wear the fucking have the curls and the black hats and they're all anti-Zionist and stuff. And this is all good and whatnot. But make no mistake about it. Uh, if, if Zionism was no longer an issue, uh, they would fucking have their wrath turned on. They would turn their wrath on us. Uh, we would be if they so? actually, I mean, oh yeah, if they actually had the fulfillment of their biblical prophecy, dude, if they actually had their Moshiach return and all that. Dude, like people don't fucking talk about this, but I, I've, I've watched like documentaries. I, I don't know if Vice, Vice probably did one, and then I asked, I watched this other fucking dude that like, kind of like, uh, he somehow got some of these Hasids to like let them in, kind of, and like talk to them and stuff. They have their own police services. Mm-hmm. They have their own fucking. They have their own like. Everything, dude, in New York City and like some of these fucking cities where like the Hasidic community is like kind of fucking put their like claws into, they have their own infrastructures. They have their like, they only go to certain businesses. They only go to like, it's fucking fascinating, dude. Yeah, these people like, are all they fucking have crazy. Their own, but this this they sounds have like the kind country. of this sounds like this kind of society that you're always uh, heralding, Nate. Like See, these well, people yeah, don't want. This Honestly, is what I mean. They, they don't want to integrate. They do not want to integrate with our culture. This is a fucking culture within a culture. This is bullshit. Wait, this Corey, is not, no, is this, this is how not. we win? Is do we make our own police services? We make our own communities? Like I like I look at dude, I've talked about this before on the show where I look at the, the Amish and I'm like, they're doing something right. They don't have to pay taxes. They don't have to do the things that we say they, you know, they have their own fucking community. They have their own fucking guidelines. They have their own beliefs. They have their own structures. They don't have to fucking, they didn't get the coronavirus. They didn't get the fucking vaccines. They don't know what the fuck's on the news. They don't give a shit about what's going on in Israel. They don't know what the fuck's going on in fucking, they don't give a fuck. They're doing their own goddamn thing. They live by their own fucking rules and they're doing their own. F- they're living in fuck. They're fucking each other. They're getting, <laughs> they have their, they have an ethno state. They have an ethno state right in Pennsylvania. Like what are the, um, what can we learn from the Amish? Man, they, they probably got genetics to go right back to the fucking Mayflower and stuff. They do. They claim to They're right back from fucking Holland, actually. Unbelievable. From Holland directly to the fucking United States and and it never ended. That's fascinating. There's Maybe we should start Dutch cloning those Dutch. fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, like, I if I want to back to my point earlier, like, I know I come off like an asshole. I know it sounds that way. And I'm really like, it sounds like I'm really very right wing, but I'm not like, I really wish that all of us would just get along. But the fucking crux of the matter is that's not on the menu. Us P- world peace is not on the fucking menu. Did you and just quote Rodney be. King? I don't know. Did I? I think he did. Did you say world peace isn't on the menu? What was his quote? <laughs> no. Uh, can't we all just get along? Isn't can't that the, the famous Rodney King along? quote? But no, it's never, it's not, it's not on the menu because there are people out there who will never let it be on the menu. And therefore, those people need to go. You sound like me, fucking several years ago, and then and then I went gay libertarian, and now I'm right back where I was. I I had a fucking I had a fucking uh like an account that got pretty big. I called myself the reluctant conservative because like I didn't want to be conservative. I had been a fucking faggot liberal. I I would I'd been like a fucking leftist. I'd been a Bernie bro, and then I just found myself. I was like. What the fuck? Well, there's, I a, there's whatever all the trans queers, commie, faggot, retards, and I was like, ew. Well, we have to, we have to, 
address something big in conservatism, and that's the Bush Jr. administration, which was not a Republican administration, if you ask me. That was a neocon administration. If you ask me, neocons are not Republicans. Neocons are their own thing. Neocon is its own fucking party. So I, I just look at the entire thing as a uniparty. Now, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, because I was going to ask you, like, my one of my questions was like, who do you think is going to win the presidential candidacy? And does it matter? Because to me, it doesn't fucking matter. It's it's kind of like who wins on Election Day? The government. And who's the fucking government? Israel. Well, well Bush Jr. is a great example of that one, because if Bush Jr. didn't win, who was the alternative? Wasn't it John Kerry, who was also a skeleton member? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. They'd both tasted each other's fucking circumcised cocks. Well, it was funny how he won. stepped out so quick. He fucking stepped like Kerry was Kerry was like, oh, he won. Okay, I'm out. Like he didn't even he probably fucking won what was like Ohio. He probably won, which probably would have flipped the whole election. He's like, okay, I'm out. Like he just stepped back like it was his job to step back. It's all fucking it's all it's all bullshit, man. That's why I'm blackpilled. Like we there's no hope. This is all theater. It's nonsense. Unless it's like I said, we'll never have change unless there's a river of fucking blood in the streets. Their blood. So, meaning politicians. Now, also, Corey, is there more? There's more of us than them, right? We have 400 million guns in this country. We're fine. We'll be fine if we can just organize. I, I try to think about this too, though, because, like, I, I think about, God damn it, man, because I can easily get black pilled. And I try to say white pilled. I try to say white pilled because I, I do think about it. Yes, we have 400 million guns, and those are only the ones that they know about. I have friends that are fucking printing guns left and goddamn right. Like I, the whole agorist community, they never stop printing guns. They're printing guns right now. We're at fucking, we're at a million, we're at an extra two, three, four, five million at this point. That's great. And they're not stopping. And then there's guns coming across the borders. Like, dude, when I was a fucking little shithead, like fucking beaner that was like doing blow and like selling drugs as a little shithead, I could get a gun for a fucking hundred dollars. It would be hot. It'd probably been used. For fucking murder, but it might, I might be a high point. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like they didn't give a fuck. You get like this place is full of fucking weapons, which is fantastic. I I, I know people that that scares people because like bad people have guns, but also we need fucking guns to win this fucking war, dude. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. I I still and like I said uh, earlier, I still feel and I start to see the remnant. I start talking to normal people, and they start like. They're starting to wake the fuck up, dude. Because like I like I was talking to a friend of mine. Like I was like, "What's up with you, white people?" I was like just talking shit to him. I was like, "You guys just you keep sitting down when you pee." I was like, "You guys just you guys just fucking let it happen." I was like, "What? Like if I'm if I'm a Mexican, I can be the raza. I can be a brown pride essay." I was like, "Why can't you be proud to be white? Why can't you? Why can't you fucking be you?" And like I'm, I'm, I'm right. Well, I thought it's funny because like, who the fuck? You think <laughs> America really to this day is 65, 70 percent white people still. And so, who, what group but of most people? Of the white people are transing themselves right what now. What group <laughs> of people in America has enough money, power, and influence to demonize white people in their own country? Hmm. I wonder. Could it be the Jews? Yeah, man, yeah. it's wild, dude. And and honestly, yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it's hard not to get black pilled because I see white people as their own fucking enemy right now. White people are fucking like well, it's I, because I want, 
the other thing, the people who are doing this, the people who are culturally fucking screwing us, are they're white, they're Jews, they're white people who are pretending to not be white people, and they're demonizing white people, and they're introducing all this DEI and bullshit um, for their ESG scores and whatnot. But they're really, they're doing it to destroy American it's culture. It's genius though, because they get to play both. They're yes. like DEI, so uh, I'm a Jewish, I'm a Jewish person, so I'm DEI. Also. I'm white, so I can <laughs> like I love it. I it's, control the banks, yet I'm marginalized. Give me a bro, fucking like, break. All I've heard from this, actually, dude, is that we're on the wrong side. Uh, we need to. I need to cut this a little bit and make a little yarmulke. We need to join the winning team. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing, Corey? Why are we? Why are we on the losers' side? Let's roll the dice. <laughs> yeah man <sighs> Corey, uh leave us with some uh leave us with some white pills buddy um, if white <laughs> pills if, um, here's a white pill there's some still some truth in the world and you can find some truth uh by going on amazon and buying my book my book is out yeah. it's called a warning from history it's the definitive book on the assassination of president kennedy i name all the shooters shooter on the knoll all that stuff and uh yeah so and I'm confident that I'm right because I'm the first. I'm not the first person to come to these conclusions. I can tell you with certainty, at least two or three other people who all of you have heard of and know and respect come to the same conclusions that I did, but they just won't talk about it. So, yeah, uh, dude. I mean, honestly, that's what I'm. Honestly, Corey, that's what I'm referring to when I talk about the remnant. Is like when I'm having like closed doors conversations with people, they're starting to be less quiet about. Uh, yeah. And with this sort of things being talked about more and more in the mainstream, I think less and less people are going to be quiet about it. Yes. Which is, to me, maybe that's the white pill. Yes. I see a, a, ten, a, 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 I see a you know, a, a little silver lining. So who knows? Just time will tell. Time will tell. Corey, tell our audience one more time. What's the best place to find you? Do you have a website? Yeah, CoreyHughes.org uh, has everything. Buy your. What's the best place to buy your book? Do you uh, want Amazon to buy it from you exactly, or do you want it from Amazon? Like you get more money if they buy it from your website. Amazon's best. Yeah, okay. Amazon's best. So, but uh, yeah, things are going good. I probably sold six or seven hundred copies in the last two and a half months. So it's going okay. Not great, but it's not bad. You know, I figured it's going to be selling for the rest of my life. So it's it's a decent start. Good man. Fucking I did. And Thomas, what are you promoting tonight, buddy? Uh, this one's going to be a little bit awkward, but there's a new children's book that I'm working on called The Zion Lion. And it's about how the uh, the Zionists are essentially the king of the jungle and, you know, the rightful <laughs> heirs of everything. I didn't realize that we were going to have Corian. I would have prepped a different one. But uh, yeah, <laughs> ZionLion.com. Uh, it comes with a free yarmulke, and we donate 80% of the proceeds to pro-Zionist organizations. So I just want to point out real quick, um, um, <laughs> it is the Rastafarians in Jamaica who are claimed to be the true descendants of the Israelites. Well, uh, and, now, and I've actually heard that Ethiopia apparently yeah. had the original Bible. Uh, um, and that the, yeah, the, okay, so, the Ark of the Covenant. Let me put it this way. The longest running Jewish community in the fucking world is in Ethiopia. Okay. It goes back to 550 BC continuously through today. Okay. There wasn't a white Jew until 740 AD. Just keep that in mind. 
Great. And and all that. And we're going to get uh, a little byline from Corey for the, the, the front of the inside of that book. But yeah, zionlion.com. Check it out. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging in there. And thank you for fucking taking this big white pill. Uh, we love you guys. <laughs> all right. Cheers, everyone. five-star rating for Reality Zeros wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you like the music and visuals, visit ParanoidAmerican.com for more.